Hey guys, Henning and Morten from Flip Normals here. In this video, we are going to be talking about how you can get your first job if you are a student. So a lot of this does apply to, or some of this rather, applies if you're just a general 3D artist, but the main bulk of this video will be focused on students who are who are close to graduating or have just graduated from from university. So before we get into all this though, we have to preface this by saying that the most important thing about getting a job is your showreel. It's not or your portfolio. It's not what school you went to, what website you applied for a job or what internship scheme you had. You know, it's the most important thing here is by far your your portfolio. If you can prove that you have the hard skills to do a job, you are ahead of everyone else who has gone to a fancy school. So uh, we're going to be looking at a couple of different sites here. So uh, the stuff we're going to be looking at is uh, uh, the rookies. And then we're going to be looking at a lot of different studios, internship schemes they have, such as uh, Framestore, Dineg, The Mill, and, and a couple other ones here. But really, before we just get into that, let's just talk briefly about what it's like as a student when you want to get a job, because this can be a very stressful period. And we just want to help you guys with this. So um, we, we're doing this at the, actually this point of the year, because at this point, a lot of uh, a lot of studios and stuff like the rookies are opening up for summer internships and summer internships is a really good way of getting into this industry. Both Morton and myself, we uh, we got our internships through the Rookies or back when it was called CG Student Awards. Oh, back then. Back then. <laughs> back in the good old days. So we have some experience going through this. Yeah. And it's a really, really powerful way of getting into, into the field. So uh, we, we both got our internships uh, through the Rookies, like we said. And uh, I got my internship through Framestore. Morton started his at uh, The Mill. Mm-hmm. Many eons ago. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, that was all through the CG Student Awards, aka the Rookies, mm-hmm. and it was I think an interesting thing about about the the Rookies, as such as that it it it's an easy platform for you to apply mm. um, yeah. and get your instead of individually having to apply to each company, the companies they put out, you know, they have a certain amount of internships that they allocate to the Rookies, and yeah. you apply for those collectively. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really good way. So when when I got started, the reason the internship I had was so good at Framestore was that first uh, the internship was paid, which is fantastic. If you're in London, London is a very expensive city, mm. so actually getting paid for the work you're doing first it feels good that you're being appreciated, but also you you're not getting broke. Second off, at least my internship, I don't think they did for you, Morton, but they provided accommodation for me. Yeah, there was no accommodation for me. Yeah, so uh, so that was that was fantastic. Which is a big expense. Yeah, that uh, in, yeah, it's a big expense, but also just as important, it's a big, it's 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 super stressful. Yeah, like having to find this in a major city, it takes a lot of time. Maybe you aren't able to get a lease for the exact two months the internship is, and you might have to stay a month more, or pay for a month you're not there. So if you can find an internship which has free accommodation, that's such a huge thing. Essentially, I, mean, I had to sort all this out from overseas. Yeah, I had to pay for everything and just assume in a random city <laughs> that I'd never been in before that keys would be there when I arrived. Yeah. So that's a very stressful procedure. Yeah. So free accommodation is, is way more important than getting paid for, for my sake. Like, because <laughs> also because most of your pay would go to your accommodation. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, if you if you have free accommodation, that's essentially like a, like a hotel. You just come there, you 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 get your keys, and then you leave your keys once you're gone. You're gone. So big thing there. 
But then once you're an intern as well, you are you're part of production. Like I was part of production from day one. I worked on Paddington. Uh, doing props you don't you're not going to get the most hot shot thing at least mm-hmm. you might do but um in the beginning you you probably is going to be getting the simpler stuff so i was yeah. doing like um, i was doing like uh, cameras and sticks and <laughs> <laughs> all these kind of things here but i mean it's not about doing the super sexy stuff in the beginning it's about getting used to a pipeline you have to learn linux you're completely new structure around you getting your foot in the door getting your foot in the door there are a thousand people in the companies and it's big and scary so you're lucky to get simple things in the beginning yeah i mean the way my uh internship started out was you know you get there um oh the mill was nice they had uh they had breakfast Hmm. and they just moved into a new building always always great a nice building (laughs) it's a really nice building um but yeah i was so my internship was specifically focused also on on 3d modeling Hmm. Um, I think they had some other schemes for maybe compositing and some more generalist stuff. Mm. But I worked on a commercial for, oh, what oh, what is that? Was it like Nissan or something? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, something like it was some a car, car company. Some car commercial. Uh, just modeling stuff and fixing things. And I also did some brief work on like a BBC commercial. Mm. That was a little bit of texturing, some modeling here and there. So it's just getting used to the pipeline and, yeah. and working with... Uh, people that are similar to you, working with supervisors, learning to take feedback, and you know, iterating on your model until you know it gets approved. Yeah, when if you get internships, you you are most likely more than qualified to do the job yeah. because you get it because your skill, like we said, your hard skills are the most important thing here. But but what you don't necessarily know is, yeah, how do you work in a production? Like that's a whole. That's what we talked about in in our different in our different videos as well about this specific thing. That's mm. like that's a whole different beast. That I, I saw someone left a comment. Uh, if we that we say this a lot, if we could elaborate on what is a seabrush cowboy, <laughs> and this is exactly what a seabrush cowboy yeah. doesn't know. Yeah. A seabrush cowboy, it doesn't specific. Well, it specifically refers to someone who only knows ZBrush, but <laughs> it can be other things yeah. as well. It's just, it's someone in a production who aren't doing stuff pipeline friendly. Yeah. So it kind of makes life harder for everyone else. They yeah. might be amazing in that one software yeah. they're doing, but coming into a production, you really learn to work with everyone else in the pipe. It's like if you're a concept artist and you want to draw everything. Sorry, that takes too much time. You got to photobash stuff. You know, like if, if some dude can photobash an environment together and do some blocking in 3D and just get something done in, in half a day, mm. and, and you spend, you start drawing your perspective grid and like all these kind of things, it's going to take you like four weeks to get to the same point. It, that's a huge part of learning. We're learning where you can where you can really cut corners and where you can't cut corners. Huge part of that. Uh, one of the also really good things about being an intern was that at least I was part of, I think, were seven other interns or eight other interns. And I'm still friends with some of them today. And um, it's a great bunch of people. And you really you really have a you really have some some guys who's going through the same thing as you are as well. So that's such a good way of of learning. And um, there's also a big chance that you might get hired at the end of it as well. That really just depends. When yeah. when I finished Framestore, uh, they weren't hiring. They just let a bunch of people go, uh, which, you know, this, this this stuff happens. Uh, but if, if they are hiring, there's a big chance that you'll be you'll be uh, be hired as an artist here. And I know, I know, know a lot of a lot of guys who actually got hired through internship schemes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't get hired either. That was uh, 
we I think we were talking about job opportunities in the coming months. My mm. my internship was actually uh, after the traditional summer internships. Mm. I was like an additional into. I was like yeah, the, you you start in August, like the, August. Left, the leftover internship <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Um, so there was a bit of a quiet patch there mm. as well. Um, but they were talking that about happens. Um, having jobs coming up in the new year. But you know, it ended up there was a, another company that picked me up in the meantime. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. But the the internship is really good to just just get a feel for how it is to actually work in a real production. It really is. And and when you were there, really take full advantage of it. Get to know as many people as you can. Network as much as you possibly can. Yeah. And go to the pub. Go to parties. Uh, add your coworkers on Facebook. You know all these kind of things. Just <laughs> get to know your get to know your people. I think it's yeah, like it's important that you don't just sit in front of your screen and you don't just do the work all yeah. day every day. Because networking is such a huge part of this. Yeah, it's that's how I got my first job. Yeah. That was through, that was purely through that. Yeah. I didn't apply for any job. <laughs> no, I knew a guy. I was like, hey, do you need a job? It's like, yeah, 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 I need a job. I'll, I'll take a job or two. Yeah, so it's 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 one of those things where. The people you know and the people you spend time with actually it actually matters. Yeah, it's not just you sitting in front of the computer doing the work all the yeah. time. Yeah. So there are there are cases though where you do get to work on some really cool stuff as well, and that yeah. of course depends heavily on what you're qualified for. Uh, I was when I was at NPC, I was actually mentoring some of the interns. I was I mentored interns for two years there, and uh, the first year there wasn't a whole lot of work to do because there was a quiet patch. But the second year we worked on Alien Covenant, and uh, we did some of the most some of the most hero creatures on on that uh, on that film. And uh, the guy I was interning at that year, he he was he was he was absolutely fantastic to work with but um he was an intern he he essentially concepted up and modeled one of the main creatures one of the neomorphs for the movie which is which is fantastic so when he graduated the year after he had a neomorph from alien <laughs> covenant in his reel you can't compete with that nah. if you have some like some turntables of uh, of some perfectly fine 3d models and the guy your competition has a neomorph from alien covenant <laughs> game over <laughs> it's like production experience and production you know material in your portfolio is really invaluable yeah it's it's really so hard because it's so hard to judge someone let's say you're applying for a production job it's so hard to judge i mean their work might be fine but because they have nothing from production you don't really know if they'll work in a production yeah so it's might be a seabird cowboy might be a seabird cowboy <laughs> or a photoshop cowboy i don't know but just yeah, uh, yeah. might be a cowboy a cowboy nonetheless <laughs> So one thing we want to talk about as well is that um, it's super useful to go to festivals when you're when you're applying for jobs or you're interested in you're going into the job market. Some of the major festivals are FMX in Stuttgart in Germany. You have the animation festival in Annecy in France, and then you have SIGGRAPH. SIGGRAPH is I believe there are SIGGRAPHs around the world. Like I think you have SIGGRAPH Asia. You have some SIGGRAPH in London, but the majority is in the States. I mm. think SIGGRAPH moves around every single year, but it, those festivals are fantastic there are recruiters coming from all the major studios there are um uh, there were just tons of professionals there you can again go to the pub, <laughs> <Go> to the <laughs> pub. <laughs> uh, I, I met a lot of people there who i'm in touch with still today uh, through fmx when we went there we went there uh, a couple of months before we finished and uh it's just a really useful way of of just getting of just networking it's also a lot of fun you know you get to go there and you get to see all the high-end talks about when we were there it was like how how did it frozen and the cinematography behind that it was breakdowns of the first pacific rim uh, that was 
something else. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't great. There are, uh, there are good and bad talks. Yeah, and um, and the circus was there talking about uh, talking yeah. about uh, his stuff, which was really interesting. Yeah, you just have a lot of really cool people attending these these festivals. And so, you of course have all the like you have the, the recruiters from all the different companies. Yeah. They always show up to all the festivals yeah. with their booths and people yeah. queue and yeah. So have a look at it so it's it's really valuable to if you can go to a festival yeah. if it's one that's near you or if it's a bigger one yeah. it's it's a good way to meet the companies absolutely but again to reiterate our point this is only worth something if you have a good portfolio yeah like if you go there to network and uh, yeah you might have a drink with the head of 3d at npc or whatnot doesn't matter you know like Sure, he might think you're a cool dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where it ends. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> the, matter. The most important thing here is to have a good portfolio. So, which brings us to two points. The first one is always have your portfolio ready. So, if you if you're in school or uh, whatever you are, have your portfolio available. Meaning, have something like an art station or have a reel ready or whatnot. Don't don't just have. Don't just be completely empty on the internet, and then the ones the day before the rookies deadline or whatnot launches, then you put <laughs> your reel up on Vimeo YouTube. Really have a presence online. Have yeah. an art station which is up to date, and you don't have to have more than that. Having an art station is perfectly adequate. Just put your reel up as well on a separate site if you if your if your job requires a reel. Not all jobs do that. Mm-hmm. For instance, we have a we have a blog on our website called "Why I Hate Demo Reels" by Gavin Golden. We're talking about why you should never have a demo reel if you go for gaming unless it requires motion <laughs> unless it requires motion yeah <laughs> it's actually it's a really interesting read yeah it turns out it's really hard to evaluate mo- uh, evaluate animation from still images <laughs> really because you just have a lot of them and you just capture them really yeah. fast in a video it's <laughs> oh, <that's> genius yeah <laughs> so really just have your reel and portfolio available at any one point this could really make a difference because you might have a surprise visit on your school from recruiters or or people from the studios. And uh, you really want to have your reel available. Uh, like It really makes a difference. <laughs> oh, oh, that's terrible. Like puns all the time like, with the reels. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but I'll give you half a point for that. Oh, thanks. Like a few months ago, I was traveling with recruitment at uh, the studio. We, were, we, were, we, we both worked for DNIC. And um, I was traveling around, um, around, London, or London, around London and the UK with a couple of recruiters. And... It's so helpful when we meet students if they have the the reel and their portfolio ready, because then we can just go to our desk and be like, "What's up? Yeah, <laughs> show me your stuff," and then we can give them feedback. But they're like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna open Maya and look at some stuff here." <laughs> like, it's really it's really unintuitive. Just, but also, you don't have time for it. You don't have time for it all. Like we, one of the schools we went to Bournemouth. That was amazing. It was really cool seeing Bournemouth. Uh, but there were like 120 people per year. In total, I had a talk there and they're like, oh, what, 200 people in a mm. talk? And then you talk to people afterwards and there was a queue of like 20, 30 people. Yeah. And it's like, show me your stuff on your phone or iPad or whatnot. Don't don't bring me to your desk and be like, here's Maya. I don't yeah. have time for that kind of stuff. So really have it available. I think that's an important note about going to festivals or recruitment drives in general is that... Um, have your reel offline if you're bringing yes. a reel or portfolio have it offline and available yeah. on a decently sized screen yeah. I mean if you have one of those big Asian phones that are just like <laughs> basically like a phablet kind of thing yeah like if you have a 7 inch that's probably fine but like something like a small iPad or no. a similar Google tablet or something just something that you can show off yeah. quickly something that doesn't have to buffer doesn't rely yeah. on internet yeah 
because a lot of these people are busy. Yeah. You know, you have the recruiters from different companies at festivals. They have lines that extend for hours, maybe. Yeah, right. um, and they don't have time for, oh, oh no, my reel doesn't load. Uh, let me just find this other thing. You know, it's not, it's not, it doesn't work like that. And, and an important point here as well is that when you're talking to the recruiters, you're essentially presenting yourself as a professional person. Yeah. And like we said, the most important thing is your reel. And it turns out you aren't prepared to show off the most important thing here. Yeah. You know, like this is important. It's important that your that your overall presentation is to you know, you're you know, if you're you well dressed, you come up to them and your your reel is just ready, you click boom and then your reel is well presented. That mm-hmm. gives a really good first impression. This kind of stuff this kind of stuff really matters. So I mean, you don't. It's not saying you have to buy an iPad for it, but you know, get see if you can. Like that's what I did. I didn't have an iPad when I went to FMX, but I borrowed this like shitty tablet from with with you or another friend of ours, and it was uh, what was it like a Galaxy Note, Google Nexus. That was I. I don't know that. I think that was a defect in those tablets. Yeah, you got it for free. I got it for free. That's how bad it was. Samsung gave it out for free to people, (laughs) and it was I think it was a nine inch or eleven inch one. But the point was though, it could. Display yeah, video yeah, perfectly yeah. well, so that was just such a big. Yeah, it was such a such a helpful point. But I mean, regardless if you're going to festival or not, have your reel available. Like that's what I did for on my phone. I just had, uh, I'm on Android, and uh, you can make little widgets. So I just had one click button, which open in VLC or VLC or something, and it would just open up my show reel mm-hmm. right away. It was instant. Yeah, so if uh, you're on iOS, uh, connect to iTunes, uh, get your movie file into <laughs> iTunes, make sure that it wants to sync, sync it to your phone, and then just make sure it's on. It's very intuitive. Yeah, very intuitive. So do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not the best. No, it's not the best. Uh, but uh, also, if you go to festivals or in general, I recommend having business cards. Like this this might be like, they're pretty cheap. They're like 20, 30 pounds or whatnot. And you get, I still have mine from FMX. They're like, I have like 400 of them. Still have a bunch. <laughs> I don't use them a whole lot today. But when I've been going around networking and like um, with... Uh, you know, going around to schools and then students can hold of me instead of like, oh, my email is Henning dot whatever. Yeah. It's just like, here's my card. Yeah, but think about how many people you meet in like these settings. Yeah. Like if someone gives you their info or maybe a little piece of note or they just tell it to you, you forget because yeah. maybe you meet hundreds of people. Yeah. So having something that's memorable, yeah. like a memorable uh, business card Definitely. is also good. Definitely, yeah. Like these people are picking up a lot of them. Yeah, but I mean that—that's what I do as well when I'm doing, when I'm doing this. I got business cards, and then I go back home to my hotel room or to wherever I am, and just look through them afterwards. I keep all of them. I don't look through them during the day. Mm. So just having a business card can really make or break it. Like, let's say you give it to the head of head of three D at a company or a recruiter or whatnot. They're gonna bring it, and they might look through it later on. It's a really intuitive way of of spreading your. It's Spring like I don't I don't find a lot of uses for business cards these days because it's so easy to share info. There was like do you remember there was like I think it was like a Nokia phone where you could bump them oh, together yeah, yeah. and you would like swap info. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That but really um cool. I was uh, I was doing a presentation about marvelous designer for um What's it called? The concept stuff in... As concept... Workshop something? Something workshop. <laughs> <laughs> There's a concept artist workshop. See, uh, industry workshops? Industry that's, work, the that's the one. We're not editing this out. <laughs> this is out. You can see our brain working in real time here. It's called yeah. Industry Workshop and it's in London. And right. it's amazing. I did some... Uh, I did a presentation for uh, Marvelous Designer at mm. Industry Workshop. Mm. And I met a bunch of people because I was just in the 
in the booth all day. Yeah. And uh, I only remember one guy because he gave me his business card. <laughs> um, and it was cool. So yeah. we had a chat with him afterwards, a cool business card as well. But everyone else that I met, it's hard to keep track of because there are just so many people that run through every day. Yeah. And I, I've, I've one time, like where I have used it in the past is I worked for a, a brief period in Japan. And they're crazy about business cards. Mm. It's like a whole ceremony when you give your business cards in Japan. So if you, I mean, if you're uh, applying for internships, um, you can do that in Japan as well. There are some studios. Okay. Let's see one we could uh, add to the list here. Um, I uh, I did sort of a. It was kind of like an internship, but more like a working work placement kind of mm-hmm. thing for a company called Montblanc. And they would take people from overseas and just have them in there. And it was it was pretty useful to have the mm. business cards at that point. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I still used them. I, I was doing martial arts in London as well. And I met tons of interesting people there. Just mm. like not related to CG at all, but it's like, you want to get a drink? How do I reach you? Well, my number is always like, just here's my card. Yeah. So really useful. But uh, we shouldn't talk too much more about business cards because <laughs> there's a card with a name on it. It's yeah, super simple. Yeah. Keep it simple. So, also, before you make your real end portfolio, though, just be sure to figure out what the studios are looking for. This is something we have been talking about before, but we just want to reiterate that. If you are applying for an internship at Disney, don't necessarily show super high-level Seabird stuff with crazy texturing. Show simple but solid characters. Yeah. If you're going for for the big studios, don't show simple, solid characters. <laughs> show good could show solid, complicated characters because yeah. that's what we're going for. You know, just really figure out what it is you're going for, and then and then make that. So with, with all this said, and that's a little twenty minute intro here to all these. Let's look through some of the specific. <laughs> yeah, let's get started. Uh, let's get started with this. Uh, so let's look through look through some of the specifics here. So the first one here is the rookies, which is is really a fantastic service. If you are a student, go sign up for the rookies and enter. Like no debate, do that. Yeah, now you're taken to a site where you can log in, <laughs> which yeah, did nothing. Super interesting. No, but the, the, the cool thing about the rookies, like we mentioned before, is that it it connects you with a bunch of different internships. Yes. So you kind of, it just makes it easier for you to apply. Yeah. There's also, I mean, there's also the thing about your competition. Yeah. You, because, because it's grown to the size it has, it's, um, everyone is on there. So... You're going to have the best of the best students in yeah. there as well, and those are going to be your competition. Yeah. So be mindful of that. Look through what the other people have done. Just present your your very best work to this. There are a bunch of different kinds of internships that they, they offer as well. So, you know, that's why they, they connect you with these different studios, whether it's for games, for VFX, for commercials. Yeah. They they sort of tailor it to to what you what you're applying for. Yeah. Yeah, I really can't stress how important that is to actually look through the entries here. There are some fantastic entries. All the ones mm. we look through here just are, are really solid. Like yeah. this kind of stuff is really good character art. Good, great work, William. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in game dev. Just really good stuff. Yeah. Because that's one of the problems I've seen with students is you get locked into your own little bubble where you assume that the best person in class is the best person in the industry and the worst person in class is the worst person. But that... That's not even close to true. Sure, you might have the best person in the class be the best industry, but that's that's just chance. That's just luck. Most people are um, 
most people in your class are not the true representation of the industry. If you are going for the biggest studios, you are competing against some of the best people in the world. And you just got to figure out what the true level is. Yeah. So what you can do is, first you can look at the entries here, but you can also look at the past winners of this. Really just just figure out who won the CG Student Awards or the Rookies over the last few years and just see that level. That's a very true representation of, of some of the best you have as as students here and what i would also recommend is don't worry too much about the prices yeah there are some really cool prices here like if you go to the tab there to the left there you can see the prices here and it's like one cintiq and it's oculus rift and it's v-ray houdini seabrush <laughs> it's all the stuff from the foundry the production bundle worth so much money yeah this is all super cool like God, fun- they have a lot of prices there are a lot of prizes here like you can win you can win through just your max and you can win all these kind of th- all these kind of things here like fusion fantastic tool but black magic f-track really cool stuff you know like really cool prices but the reason i say don't care too much about it is if you have an oculus rift or not that doesn't really change your and that no. doesn't that doesn't really vindicate your four years you spent in university that's a tool yeah. in a few years all these tools here pretty much without exceptions are obsolete what you should care about is getting an internship that is really the key price here like it's super cool to get licenses for various software, but the internships is really what will make or break it here. Like that's if, if I got a like back four or five years ago when we when we got our internship, if we got a, if we got a graphics card at that point, or if we won a version of whatever software, that would be <laughs> yeah. obsolete by now. But the internship we we got, which was only like two months, yeah, that really that really propelled our career here. I mean, that is the main price. It's it's. I think yeah. the other stuff is kind of like it's vanity stuff that's yeah. good for motivating people to Absolutely. really apply because like oh cool I can win a license of ZBrush or yeah. that and that's awesome. It is awesome, but it's not the most important part of this. No, no, definitely not. So the rookies, a fantastic resource. Nothing bad to say about that at all. It, it's really, it's really it, the their mission is really to connect professionals to. Uh, this to connect connect the students to professionals here, and they're doing a fantastic job with that. Yeah. So uh, really check out the rookies and figure out just really just really figure out what it's all about and and enter. Check out the other all the other uh, co- competitors here as well. And uh, another great thing of that as well is that they do a lot of social media for their and marketing for the people who enter and yeah. winners. Like if you if you um, if you enter with good stuff, they're probably going to share your stuff on social media. And uh, good way to get exposure. Yeah. It's a really good way of getting exposure because we know for a fact that uh, the judges and um, and all the big studios are looking at um, your work. So it's yeah, a really they, good they way. They have people from the industry uh, that are judges yeah. on the panel, so they will see your work anyway. It's yeah. cool. So, so with the rookies down, let's look at some of the other some of the other internships we have here. Oh, so, we should mention uh, the submission for the rookies closes on the thirty first of May. Ah, good, uh, good point. Yes. So, uh, get your stuff in before that. You yeah. have about a month and yeah. a half now. Yeah. So. De- depending on where you are, if you're looking at this from the future, sorry, you're too uh, late. Oh yeah. Then, then do it next year. Like all, <laughs> most of these internships are going every single year. So if you if you were to check this out, like in in June or something, which I'm sure a lot of you are, then. Um, then just note that you you can prepare for this next year as well. Yeah, yeah. 
That's cool. I think I saw someone using our lighting scene. Oh. <laughs> well, you should all be using our lighting scene. <laughs> so this is Frame Story. This is the internship uh, I personally had. This is this is back in uh, 2014, and and this was this was really fantastic. I can't say enough good things about the Frame Story internships. Like I said, I started off doing a in Paddington. I had a mentor, and who uh, was really helpful. Uh, his name was Chris, and he was uh, he was really really helpful. Chris uh, is amazing. Chris is amazing. Yeah. Both work with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chris. So uh, you get to work on real projects. Uh, it's a paid project. At least when I was there, it was a paid accommodation, and there is definitely a chance that you'll be uh, that you'll be hired afterwards. Of course, depending on your performance and depending on if there is actual work. Yeah, and they have different kinds of programs. But the programs right now that are running now, they are I guess the summer programs yeah, yeah. The, yeah the summer programs are running now so and they have a deadline there one from what we could find there's a deadline for both the montreal and the london studio which is for london is the 6th of may and for montreal is the 29th of april yeah so the montreal one is a little more tight yeah and here we are also on screen currently London and Los Angeles internships as well because because oh. all these big studios they have they have yeah. studios everywhere like they're they're global studios yeah so just check out if if they have something relevant relevant to where you currently are if mm. not I do recommend moving for the city like if they do provide yeah, accommodation yeah. that's no problem at all the only thing would be if if there are if there are issues with the visa or whatnot but if visa getting a visa isn't an issue move to London like if you if you're a student in Denmark which we were I would have easily moved to London for the summer yeah one uh, of also reasons we're, we're doing these videos is because I genuinely didn't didn't know that internships was a thing of course you hear that yeah you could do internships uh, that that it is a thing f- as a general thing but I didn't yeah. know it was something you could actually do no <laughs> like I remember you had an internship at Ghost during the first year of school I, yeah, I, yeah. I, the, 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 mind, the thought hadn't crossed my mind until then that was something yeah. I could do so for the second year I, I didn't do an internship for the third year I did and I got the Framester one and that that really was what propelled me into the field I think it's good with those because so to take someone like Ghost Ghost is a VFX house in Denmark and They're really cool stuff I did I did a it was like yeah, it was like a it was like one of those weird unofficial kind of internship mm. like ah oh, we need someone to work yeah well let's pretend it's a internship for the <laughs> summer uh for a couple months yeah. and you know i've i've had a really good relationship with them ever since yeah. you know i did a i've done a bunch of freelance for them yeah. you know just got a really good relationship obviously now it's a little more tricky when you're full-time employed yeah. uh to do this kind of stuff but It'd also be pretty heavily frowned upon as well. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> yeah, don't work for the competitor. <laughs> <laughs> and then we couldn't really find anything this year about NPC. So yeah. they, they've offered internships in the past, but so far there's nothing that we could find about yeah, them. Yeah, I was mentoring them for two years, like I said, and they were fantastic. Uh, maybe they've already passed. Like yeah. Maybe they were when I was applying. It was. Um, it was, it was deadline was like end of March or something. Ah, uh, okay. But so. what you could always do is you could always you know get in touch with them. Maybe on yep. LinkedIn, send them an email just to yep. hear do they do they have like a yep. like an internship scheme like this? For sure. And then we have let's look at the next one up here. So right. this is this is this is Dinek. So uh, this is where we we we're, we're working and uh, uh, they have a couple different uh, schemes here. They have the graduate trainee scheme and then they have the summer internship scheme and then. The apprenticeship program. We're pretty much going to be talking about the first two here. We're not talking about the apprenticeship or the runner scheme here. Uh, as a general thing, 
I don't personally recommend people becoming runners. No, me neither. I, 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 there are some merit to it. If you are incredibly skilled and you just need to get your foot in the door, there is some merit to it. But I, I just dislike, I dislike the, the concept of being a runner, yeah. especially if you've gone to school. Yeah. Um, you've spent so many years of your life preparing for something, and then you start as a runner. Um, but yeah. Whatever. <laughs> for some people, that is the right choice. But yeah. for now, we are going to be talking about uh, the graduate training scheme, which you have in London and Vancouver. And and this is for people who have already graduated. So um, this is a really cool program where you get to work for a couple of months with, uh, with the teams in London and Vancouver. And um, hopefully you'll join the team afterwards as a 3D artist in the field you're applying for. Mm-hmm. And then we have the summer internship, which is an internship, which is... In the summer, <laughs> as you might have guessed, very similar to um, uh, to the the graduate scheme in, in the work you get to do, but uh, it, it's during the summer. I believe you have to be in school for this. Mm. So uh, a lot of the internships, uh, the summer internships, you have to be in school. Uh, you have to be in the second year, between second and third year yeah. for that. Some programs also allow within a period after you graduated. Yes, exactly. So there, there are different kinds of schemes here. Yeah, so Dina kind of combined this into, put those into two. So that you have the graduate scheme for if you have graduated. Yeah. And then the summer if you're still in school. Yeah. Definitely check this out. Like Dina gets a fantastic place to work. Highly recommend it to anyone. Very friendly. And good, uh, we have atmosphere. to say that because we work there. <laughs> Otherwise, we get fired. Yeah, we get mega fired. We uh, we actually have uh, our Dinek death squad outside right now. <laughs> so uh, I uh, we couldn't really find this on the website, but we've been told that the deadline for the internships here is the 11th of May. Yeah, that's for both of them. Yeah, yeah. That is fresh out of uh, out of Dinek uh, yeah. Dinek recruiters. <laughs> Dinek recruiters. <laughs> so highly recommend uh, uh, Dinek. It's uh, it's maybe, a fantastic place. Maybe it's on the jobs or something. I don't know. And maybe, maybe, who knows? <laughs> yeah. So if you're interested in that, definitely check check it out. Like apply apply through um, the job portal here, and um, and then then see if that that's something which is right for you. And then we have Blue Sue. Blue Sue is is a slightly smaller studio compared to uh, the bigger VFX studios mm-hmm. in London. Uh, it's a really cool studio. They do a bunch of really stylized and fun animation. They do uh, the commercial. They do kids TV, and it's more. It's more colorful and uh, and fun stuff. It's definitely not VFX. Definitely not VFX. It's very different. Yeah. Uh, which is not to say it's better or worse. It's just it's just different. Yeah. It's more in line with um, with like Disney or Pixar. Yeah. I mean, if you're into more stylized things like that, then I think Blue Sue might be a good good place to try yeah. and start out. Absolutely. So um, deadline for that is uh, Monday, the seventh of May. So, so you know a little less time than some of the others run other ones right now, but yeah. I mean so the the deadlines are approaching. Yeah. And uh, so if you're really quick with your reel, I think you should be able to get something together. Which is also gets to our point before that have a portfolio ready at any one point because if you suddenly see that oh there's a job opening at the studio I really want to go to, you just apply. You yeah. don't have to make a reel. Making a reel is a pain in the ass. It really takes it really takes a few weeks at a mm-hmm. minimum to do. So. Have your portfolio ready, because then you can just start applying to all of them. And then we have Cinesite. Uh, Cinesite is a VFX studio in uh, London and uh, I believe Montreal now. Yeah. And they do they do a bunch of cool stuff. 
so we couldn't really we couldn't really find uh, a deadline for this. Uh, we just found we just found an application site here. Yeah. We are of course linking all these in in the comments as well. So I used to work for for Cinesight mm-hmm. as well, and and Cinesight is a is a wonderful company. Uh, this is actually where I got my first job, like real job outside of internship job mm-hmm. here in London, and um, they have a bunch of cool shows. They got a lot of big big shows as well yeah they're really a, a heavy hitter and it's a really nice atmosphere there so at least here in london i'm assuming it's very similar in montreal yeah probably um, so i would definitely also recommend you you apply there i mean just apply everywhere yeah <laughs> really uh, when, you, when you do apply everywhere i have a i have a thing which it's not just so much a tip it's more a necessity write personalized emails to them and cover letters this is something yeah. the recruiters actually look at don't just write hey studio I am person who's doing like right. What do you like about the studio? Why is it appealing? Maybe you have some friends there, and who's the, who are your friends at studios, and what have they said about it? Like really make it personal. And for the love of your future career, don't address uh, <laughs> DNEC as Cinecide no. or NPC as Framestore, because uh, then you won't get a job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like f- most important part, your skills, but. Having a nice email to them and a nice cover letter and all that, it really is important. Like I know I know some people don't really care about them, but I also know a lot of recruiters do care a lot about that. And so, essentially, I mean the recruiters are the ones that see your application yeah. first. They are the ones who decide if you go into no pile <laughs> or maybe pile. Yeah. So so write personalized letters to all of them. And 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 also you can only apply online. There is no don't go to a reception to them. I've heard of people doing that, being like you go to you go to a reception of a store and be like, can I have a job, please? Yeah. And uh, like I heard that happen to just a few few months ago. Somebody told me that they went to a studio and they just called them up and be like, yeah, can I can I speak to your head of three D, please? No, you cannot. <laughs> you apply online and <laughs> that's it. Don't get weird. Don't. Um, yeah, don't be creepy and don't be weird. Apply it's online. Like, you know, appreciate the initiative, but there's a system in place for yeah. a reason. Because yeah. these, I mean, these studio studios gets they get hundreds of applications. Yeah. And especially during internship season, yeah. you know, the, that that number just skyrockets. Yeah. So you'll get your time, yeah. get in line, just yeah. apply. With a lot of different things, like that's kind of how I approach 3D in general. Like, don't try to be fancy. <laughs> try to try to be try to be proper in this don't try to reinvent the wheel when it comes to your application don't be super informal in your application mm. don't be like hey what's up guys don't, you know write this in a write this in a in a proper respectful way have your portfolio be respectable just this is where you be a bit more conservative don't try to reinvent the wheel and and do something crazy and spicy so then we have uh, then we have ILM or Lucasfilm. So we couldn't really find the applications here. It just says learn more about the twenty eighteen opportunities here. Then you click here and can't really find a whole lot. Yeah, and I so, think if you click the Vancouver one, it just it doesn't exist anymore or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Job is no longer posted. So. so if you are a recruiter from from ILM, maybe check your website. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know they they do offer certain internships. Yeah. They, I know they have like a. Uh, like a green light kind of out of school. They do get interns directly from school, mm. so there is that kind of program. But maybe see if you can get in touch with them and and see what yeah. it's all about. Um, yeah, Ilan will also be at uh, at all the big festivals yeah, as well. Like yeah. all, all the studios I mentioned now are pretty are pretty much going to be at uh, at most of the major recruitment events mm-hmm. there are. Uh, which also brings us to the whole about uh, just to add on to what we talked about festivals beforehand that. 
just figure out what local festivals are near you as well. Or it doesn't have to be festivals. It could be like general recruitment events. A lot of the studios still will have like an open house where you can you can just visit the studio and have a little tour and they will just show a presentation. You have an opportunity to meet some important people. That's that's important. So definitely, definitely do that. And like I said, all these studios will most likely be offer events like that. Yeah. And as a sort of uh, segue from, from Lucasfilm, we also have Disney. Yeah. But uh, so that's like the most confusing website in the world to find internships. <laughs> yeah. like, I know because I applied for a 3D modeling internship in the summer, like four years ago, yeah. maybe at some point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they still offer that kind of internship, but they definitely do have internships on their sort of jobs listing websites. Yeah. So try to go through that and see if there's anything that applies to you. We found some more technical ones yeah. that might be for you, uh, but we couldn't find anything with the deadlines and anything no. specific. But deadline is, uh, So Disney is generally really good at internships and, mm-hmm. and generally getting good students in. Yeah. So, so definitely check that out. And then in the end, we have the mail. Mill. That's where I interned. And uh, like uh, most of these studios, they don't really care about <laughs> deadlines. They just apply to internship at themill.com. Yeah. So do that. It's, uh, I think the mill, the mill is a fantastic place. And it's also one of those studios where, is it because it's commercials, you have the opportunity to get your reel loaded with a bunch of shots mm. a month after you're done with the show. Yeah. Yeah. Because because everything, I mean, you make something and the next week it airs on TV. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Now you can put it in your reel. Yeah. Whereas with a film, you might have to wait a year or two years before it comes out on DVD. And yeah, it's just a... I think the mill internship was one of the reasons that it was that I got a job so quickly because mm. I just had a bunch of material, professional material, in my reel really quickly. Yeah, I was in film at that point while Martin was in commercial. And I couldn't show my stuff until like a year and a half later. <laughs> the longest I waited has been like I think two years before from when I worked on the show until it was on. I think that was Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Fantastic movie, guys. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But it just really takes a long time. Like if, you, if you're working on a film, like I think it's fair to say that you want people to show it until a year yeah. afterwards. Depending, of course, when you're out. If if you're in if you're in the last stages like lighting and comp, it, it's it's less time. Mm-hmm. But if you're in like the early stages, like we are in modeling and texturing um, and concepting, it takes be, a while. It takes a long time. Yeah. So it seems to hear that uh, the mill they're interested in everything. If you have an interest in CG, animation, matte painting, <laughs> physics, mathematics, marketing, or PR. Oh wow. So <laughs> yeah. So if you want an internship, just apply at the mill. Yeah. Yes. Like uh, <laughs> some of them, they had like rigging internship, but here is like. CG yeah. <laughs> compositing. So, I mean, I, I can wholeheartedly recommend The Mill. They mm. are they're a fantastic studio, yeah. uh, cool working environment. Such um, a cool building. Such a cool building. And they, you know, fast turnaround for your projects. Yeah. You get to, the nice thing about working in commercials, I mean, it's a lot more fast paced yes. than, uh, than VFX, but it also means that you get a lot more material a lot quicker. Yeah. It's not, it's not always to the same standard, obviously, because you, you're spending a month on a project versus yeah. spending a year, a year yeah. and a half. Absolutely. But, I mean, sometimes you do have longer projects that 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 where you have proper time dedicated to it to really polish it. Like the mill did, like, did some videos some years ago about some chimpanzees. Oh, I think, yeah. I think it was for PETA or something yeah. like that. And that was just, like, cutting edge. Like, yeah. that was that was full-on feature film quality. Yeah, yeah exactly. So... So uh, the the big commercial studios like the mill, which mm-hmm. I think is probably the most the, the most high level commercial studio yeah. in the world. Fantastic work. So they're under the same umbrella as MPC now. Yeah, they're owned um, by Technicolor. Yeah. So, but yeah, 
definitely. Like they say as well, due to the high volume, um, yeah. you know, just uh, take a chill pill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we've gone through some of the most popular ones now, which definitely, if you're a student, the rookies. Like, without a doubt, check that out. Yeah. Also, check it out because it's good to enter, but also because it's good to check out your competition. Mm-hmm. But like with everything here, the most important thing here is your showreel. And if you watch this video and you're not a student... This is this is fine. You don't have to go through an internship. I want to be very clear on this. You do not have to go through an official internships or the rookies or anything else to get a job here. No. There are probably a lot more junior positions than there are internships. That's one thing we've seen as well. Yeah, like, probably. Yeah. When, like when I was at when I was an intern at uh, at Framestore, we had one modeling position as an intern. That was me. And then the <laughs> next year at, at NPC as well, there was one intern for modeling and texturing. Yeah. And that was it. So. That's one position per year as an intern. It's really not a lot of spots here. So if you don't get it, that's because there are just an insane amount of people out there. So yeah, don't let, don't be deterred if you no. don't get it because there are definitely other ways in, and yeah. your reel is still your reel, so yeah. you can still use it to apply for jobs. Absolutely, I I honestly find that going in as a junior is probably easier than going in as an intern, just because there are just more junior jobs out there than yeah. there are internships. Like we said, one job a year, one internship a year <laughs> in something like modeling for the big studios. There are more than one job a year in, mm-hmm. in uh, most likely, unless it's a really bad year. The nice thing about the internship positions is that you know there are dedicated spots for it yes. this time of year, uh, but everyone's applying. Yeah. The hard thing about regular jobs is that there are definitely uh, like downtime. Yeah. Where studios just aren't yeah. looking for people, yeah. And I, I, I usually find here in London that it happens in the summer. The summer's a bit of a slump. Mm. There's not as many positions available. Yeah. Then we get to the fall, and then it starts to ramp up mm. again. Usually, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it, it, just don't be deterred. Yeah. Like it's the main thing here. Your showreel. Yeah, for sure. But really one of the key things about at least some of these internships, paid accommodation. I can't stress how important that is. This really allows you to to go to a foreign city, work there for two months, and then just return back home. But we, don't expect it. Don't it's, expect uh, it, That's sure. definitely a luxury. Yeah, that is yeah. definitely Like, if you looked through a lot of these internships, they they probably don't offer accommodation, but yeah. they will offer some kind of pay. Yeah. Because I think they have to. Yeah. <laughs> but then the problem is the pay gets after you get paid after a month, right? Yeah, so yeah. the first month you have to you have to front that. Yeah. So like deposit maybe. Yeah, exactly. And rent and yeah. Yes. It's expensive. Yeah. So with all this said, we really hope this year has been useful and that <laughs> that you really find some cool internships and uh, Best of luck in the rookies if you do enter that. Feel free to to post your entry to the rookies in mm. the comments. Yeah, and um, yeah, it would be cool to check out uh, what you guys are working on. Yeah, if you have any questions about all this as well, feel free to just just ask us in the comments, and yeah. we'll do do our best to get back to you. So thank you guys so much for watching, and uh, if you want to see more content like this in the future, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Cool.